0: I want to mention a uh, svara that uh, Benyaman Playa suggested for that, because I think it'll tie into the rest of the sugya, which is um, connected to what Gav spoke about, that the bracha of Amotzi and the bracha of Shalosh Brachos, Brachos Moson, has to do not only with the type of min that bread is, but the fact that it serves the purpose of kviyah so if it's not playing that role of Kriyas if it's not a chefza that's Roy for uda, so then it doesn't get the Brahva it's only mazonos. The Rashba argues in the Ravid. I don't think anyone goes like the Ravid, but that's that's just for, to have that out there. Now the uh in terms of our Gemara, Hai Chavitza be Pirurin. So we start off with Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef, shita is that as long as the Pirurim have a kezayas, the it's a mixture, the Rishonim say it's a mixture of a Pirurim with something else. Rashi says it's cooked, most Rishonim say it's not. So Rav Yosef says as long as the Pirurim are a so you say Hamotzi and gimel Brachos, but if they're, the Pirurim individually are less than a kazayas, then you don't say Hamotzi. You say al uh, You don't say amotzi and give a brachos. Roshesh says, Roshesh says, argues on this. He says no. Even if the pirurim, even if the pirurim are less than a kazayis, you could still have amotzi and give And Rafa explains, turisa turisa dinama, which Rashi says it means the toar of bread, which would seem to refer to the appearance, but we'll get to that later. And um, and that's generally the Rambam, when he brings this Allah, he calls it and that's the, you know, of course, the popular term for this. So they say, the Rishonim seem to say, Rabbeinu Yonah, I'm going to mostly work with Rabbeinu Yonah today. They're really different. Shittos had to put this Suge together with the sugan but I don't want to get into all of this bin, I want to focus on the sheets of Rabbeinu Yon and the Rush. Um, and they explained that what Rava said, the Hudikalei Turi so that's when it's less than a kazayas, right? It's, Rava is going specifically on Rav khidish, that you can say a motzi and birchas on even when the pieces in the mixture are less than a kazaias. Um, and he's saying, but that's only if they have surah sapas. So it comes out that the only case where you're going to lose your hamotzi in virchus hamazon is where you have tarti Both that the crumbs that are in this uh, chavitza are less than uh, kazais each. And also that they don't have surah sapas. It lost the surasa So first of all, just in terms of under, it's an interesting kind of Tzirif. In you'd say if it, it's uh, maybe if it's missing surasa pas, that should take it out of the brach uh, of hamotzi or and birchas uh, altogether. It doesn't have surasa pas, so it's not considered pas. So it's evident that when we say something doesn't have of Pas, that doesn't automatically mean that it lost its identity as Pas. It's lacking one aspect of being Pas. It's lacking the of Pas. And and the Sirif would seem to indicate that if it retains even, it began as full-fledged Pas. Now, if it retains even one aspect of being Pas, either that each piece is a Gezias, working with Vinyamswar uh, will say that it it's still, as individual pieces, they are roy to be koveis uda. They have a gazayis. So if it retains that tchunav pas, so there, that's enough to give it the shem Pass, even if it doesn't have surasa And if it has surasa pass, so then even though the pieces individually are not large enough to be koveis udaan. But it retains the tzura of that thing which people are normally called sudan. It retains the appearance of pasta, the sura pasta, so that's enough even though you're in the year If you're lacking both, then you lose it. And Dagavra Yonah, says that whenever it's and the rush says that whenever it's uh, whenever it's cooked, so you're lacking the pas, right? Whether, even if it still looks like bread, but if it was cooked together with something else, the fact that it was cooked is itself a chisaran surasapas. And the way he phrases it is that even though they phrase it, is that even though it appears, it still appears like pas, even though it still appears like pas, but it doesn't have, it's called that it doesn't have surasapas. So apparently tsurasipas doesn't mean just appearance, tsurasipas means an overall, um, it's overall physical qualities, that includes the texture or whatever else. So then at the end, they add another point, which uh, opens things up a bit, and they say it's not just a matter of losing the tzurasipas and not having the shear. What if someone grinds up uh, bread into crumbs, into very small crumbs? So each one is not a kazayas. And the fact that it's ground alone means that it no longer has the pas. So they say afalpiken, it still is going to be hamotzi and virchas amazon. If all you did was grind it up into tiny pieces, it's still going to be Hamosi. And it's important to pay attention to exactly what he's saying, what they're saying. You need to lose the bracha of hamlosi and He says, looking at the rush here in uh, Simon Yud, the loma vushal, the loma dak Athel P. Sheambohen Kazayas, Bainbahen Tor Lechem, Vivarchalavan Botzi Vishalish Brachus. To Kivenchu pass, Bifne Atmo, Eno Yotze, Laola Mittaras This is a quote from Rabbeinu Yona. I happen to be reading it from the Rush. But the Lushin is very interesting. It says, Right again, the Rishonim. You have the Sugga Amid olive Amid the Bryce that talks about Bishol. Will, and Amid Beis, most Rishonim holds that we're talking about a concoction which is not cooked, but they, you're mixing the breadcrumbs with some, you know, some other ingredients and it's sticking it all together. It's mechubar. It Says if it's not mechushal, not mechuber just that it's broken into little pieces. So then it's still Samozi and it's still Yachas He doesn't say because it still has the Tzuras He says, even though it doesn't have the Tzuras even though it doesn't have To'ar, the torah of pas, To'ar Lechem. So the shaila is like, wh- where's this third factor coming in, first of all? If if it's lacking the sheer and it's lacking the tzura, so who cares that it's the pas by itself? Why doesn't it use the bracha? What's what's the significance of the bishel? And also, what's you know? So we we've already uh, encountered the idea that Bishop changes the status of things. When you cook something, um, it changes it into something else. So we could kind of understand that that you need a bishop in order to change its status. It's not enough that you just just um, ground it or m- mashed it or something like that. But where, where does Chibor come in? He says, mm-hmm. or it's Mechubar. And I'm in base, we're talking about it's not Mefushel, but it's Mechubar. I would have thought, if anything, maybe I'll say Me'urav. It doesn't say Me'urav, it says Mechubar. If it's Mechubar, then uh, that replaces whatever it is that Bishal is doing over here, right? But if it's not Mechubar... The pashtos, it's mashma, even if it's ma'urav in some way, you put the crumbs into something, then um, you're not going to lose the bracha of Hamotzi and you're not going to lose the bircha samazon. So, what's the relevance of mechubar? Where's the come in? So, I want to take a little detour before getting to um, what I'd like to suggest about this. Um, the Tosos, uh, Mama Zayan, Mamad days over here, brings in the very first Tosos, he brings Rashi, that we're talking here about something which is cooked. And he's bothered, he says, Vim Tomar V'ihmidama Rivyosef, Pirure Menachos, the Pirure Chavitsa. Right? At one point the Gemara brings a raya from Pirure Munachos, Rivyose brings a raya from the crumbs of Munachos. That you see that if they're Hazaias each, then you still you still say uh and Birchas amazon. So he says, What's the comparison between that and Chavitza, the question is, you see based on the answer, that here it's not cooked afterwards. You break it into pieces. You pour oil on it, but it's not cooked. According to Rashi, it has to be cooked. He says, So, when you talk about it sounds like maybe they're fried in oil afterwards or something like that. But, the Primagatim points out that that's not true. They're not fried in oil after you break them up. You break them into pieces, and then you just pour oil on them. There's Yitzika, right? There's no further process of cooking. So the question is, what is Tosis talking about when he says that since they're netgan and beshemen, it's like they're nesvashlu? So maybe you say beforehand they're mixed with oil. The fact is they are mixed with oil before they're baked. These monoflas are mixed with oil before they're baked. But that also is not the right dim yon, right? Because we're talking about something that became lechem. And then after it was lechem, you took away its dim lechem by um, combining it with some other ingredients and cooking it, right? So over here, we just don't have that. If it's beforehand, it's, it's not the same thing. You have to deal with widespread bread to begin with beforehand if, it's, uh, if it was mixed with Shemin, that has to do with the tosis in the bottom. Um, they bring a rosh, the There's a rosh over there. That says that that even though it was mixed with the manachos are mixed with oil before they're baked, but they're mostly water. They're mostly mixed with water. There's only a little bit of oil. It's not enough to take away the dim lechem, right? So that's one alternative. You see Tosos on the bottom of the page. There's another alternative that that uh, if it if, if it was a dough before you mix it with oil already got a shame lechem. I don't want to get into all of that. That's that's not the point over here. But um, that's a question that the Prima got asks and and many ask. And in uh, Rishimos, so bring an answer from Vyasha Bear, very interesting answer, that he says the the significance, what's the significance of Bishal? Significance of Bishal in the Sugya is that um, when you're Mavashal, when you mix two things together, so there are two things that are mixed together, but each one is still what it is. If you pour oil into bread. So it may get absorbed into the bread and they may be physically combined and they may be good, a good tarovus. But it's still just bread and oil. The moment you cook them together, so you've created a tavshil composed of both of them. Cooking creates a certain, the creates a certain uh, combination that just mixing it doesn't, but I don't even know if that's the point. When you cook it, you make them into one thing. And when you make it into one thing, so it's no longer pure bread. It's not pure bread. Now it's bread slash oil. It's a combined product. Until you cook it, it's bread and it's oil. And you can't help but eat them together because they're mu'uraf. Once you cook them together, now you made a new, a new macias, bread oil. So he says that in general, that combination, you turn the two things into one thing, that only happens through bishel or maybe chibor, right? That happens through bishel. They don't talk about chibor over there, but before you apply the same sort of chibor, if the the added ingredient is taking all of the breadcrumbs and and making the whole thing into one, one mass, so that chibor also makes it into one thing. It's not just two things mixed together because that, that component, the added component, is changing it from many, many small pieces into one thing. That also makes it an essential part of the thing. Right? So he says that in the case of Yitzika, because the Torah was machai Yitzika as part of the Korban of the Mincha, so even though physically... The oil is not more combined than any other time you pour oil onto bread, but in halacha it's more combined because the Torah was mechayev that it has to have shemen added to it, and therefore shemen the, the the Torah was koveya that the that the mincha is the is the bread combined with the oil that you add because it's necessary for it to be there la halacha for the for the for the korban to be kasher so therefore that. If that's ma'ached into one thing, brings it. I'm not. I don't want to go all the way there, but it's kedai to take a look. He brings a, a raya to this idea from Sh'tikov of Rav Moshe Salavechik with regards to arrive it by Matsu Ishira with a raya from uh, Rikike Nazir, similar idea. But the so on the one hand, it's a nice answer to this question, which a lot of people ask in Tosos. But Agav, it reveals how he's understanding the role of Bishel in the whole Sukhya. The role of Bishel is not Shinoi over here. The role of Bishel is Ichud. It's Ma'achid, the thing that you're cooking with the bread to make a part of the bread. And the relevance of that is that, that as long as it's just bread, so it doesn't lose the shem Lechem, once you add another component and they become a single entity, so the fact that there's an added non-bread component is a hafka of the shame lechem. And when we understand it that way, we could understand what the role of chibor is as well, right? Why is chibor relevant over here? It's not that the chibor intrinsically creates some change in the pas, but it's that the chibor because it's ma'achid, the total thing, into one chefetz, instead of just pair of parts. So therefore, it, it is not merely something you're eating together with the bread. It's something that changed the whole nature of the two things and made them a single entity. So it replaces bishel as something which has become uh, unified with the lechem and created a new totality with a new identity. That new identity, it's a harkava between lechem and something else, creates the potential that, that now you'll be, be mafkiah, the shame lechem. It won't be called lechem anymore. Um, I, say, I think that this is very meduic in the Lushen of Rabbeinu Yonah slash Rush because the, the Lushan again is that let me just open it back again. The question is: Veheicha she'en Loma avushel olom mechubar, ela shehu mefuradak dak. Afal pi she'en bohen kizayis ve'en bohen toar lechem mevoracholav hamotzi v'shalosh brachos. Tikivan shehu pas Bifne atzmo inu yotzei laol mitars pas. As long as it's pas bifne atzma, it's Mamash what he says, as long as it's pas by itself, you never lose the shame pas, no matter how you manipulate it and change it and everything. But it's still pas. The only way to be mafki the shame pas is to combine it with something else. It's, it's, that's Mamash the Lushan, it's pas bifne osmo. Once it's it can't be bifne atzma if you want to take away the shame pas. once you do add something else and it's a harkava, that doesn't mean automatically that it lost the shame pas. Now it depends how strongly the pas asserts itself within this new harkava, within this new combined entity, right? If you have, if the pieces of pas are kizayas each and they have the tchuna of kviyas uda, so the pas asserts itself in a strong way and it doesn't lose its identity in the harkava. Or if it retains the Tsurasa pas, or if it retains the Tsura also it retains its identity in the Harkava. And therefore you still have a Motzi and, and B'chazamazon. But if you're lacking Tsura and you're lacking the Shir of Kazayas in the Perurim, and it's been work with this other thing, so then that Harkava can be Mavkiya the Shem Pas. Are we saying that this Harkava is less than bishul? I'm saying that the, what, the Harkava of Chibor? Yeah. I'm saying that it's it plays the same role as Bishel. But, uh, it doesn't, The Bishel has one advantage, because Bishel happens to play a second role also, that it takes away the Tsurissa Pas. But that's like a second, that's just the second thing it happens to do. But really, Batsam, you always need three to nine. You need that there's a Harkava, so that you have a potential Harkava of the Shem Pas. And once you have that potential hafka, you need two things to actually be mafkiya, in other words, to ignore the presence of the bread in the combined entity. It has to be that the bread doesn't have the tzurasapas anymore, and it doesn't have the shear of a kazais in each of the pieces. And Bishel happens to both be markiv, the pas, with something else, and it also is mevatel, the tzurasapas. It it fulfills two of the tenayim. Chibor only fulfills one of the tonight. Now it would seem Bipashtus before we get to the Aruch, who Paskin's like Rabandrayana, um there would seem potentially to be a uh stira to this mahalach, or an argument on this mahalach, from Tosus on Laman number days on the page. Because Tosa says, let me just find where it speaks a bit of it. By Tursa Diama, Tosa says, Nira ha pirurim bimayim. When does it lose? It loses the touristesa pass when you put the piruim in the water, in water. If you soak breadcrumbs in water and the water becomes whitened because the like starch I guess from the bread leaches into the water, something from the bread leaches into the water, it changes the color of the water. So then it means it lost its source of pass. So it's interesting, he had, you have a, a Corpus, you know, I, I guess in this case it's for very L'shem Shemayim purposes, obviously, but he wanted to get out of washing and benching, right? He wanted to have mazonos and not have to bench, right? So he soaked his uh, breadcrumbs in water and they turned white and, um, and the water turned white, and that, that shows that you lost the Tzura Sapas. So the question is here do we have Bishel or do we have Chibor? Right? The Russian of the Rush slash Rabbein is that, Yonah is that it retains the Bracha in le, if it wasn't mavushal, not Mechubor. If you're soaking breadcrumbs in water, do we have, we don't have Bishel, right? And I would say, but pashtus, we don't have keyboard either. Right? It's not that the water is, is connecting everything into one solid mass. It's just that something's soaked out of the breadcrumbs, but they're just really floating there. What's the relevance that you should need Miss So he says, because you lose you lose the tour sopas. Um now I don't know. Would Tosos disagree? Would to, would Tosos agree with the idea? What if you what if you just grind up the crumbs until they're like uh, flour? So they for sure lost their tzura, but but they weren't they weren't soaked in water. Would Tosos say that they also you lost the bracha? You, you lost the tzura to a different way, or maybe there's something specific about soaking the crumbs in water? You know. So, I think there are different possibilities. Maybe you need a sug of Tarovis, and, and crumbs floating in uh, water are not necessarily Tarovis, right? This comes up by Borer. Yeah, the, there are those that say, not saying this is necessarily the accepted halacha necessarily, but there are those that say that if you have a bug floating in soup, you don't have to worry about Borer problems, you just pluck it out. Because a solid floating in a liquid is not ma'urav, it's not a Tarovis. Right? So maybe we'll say, if you just drop crumbs in water, it's not ma'urav. But if the thing starts leaching out, then it is ma'urav. But that's not really what Tosa stresses. stresses. Tosa says that it's uh, when it's mislabain, you know it lost its rasa pas. So scratch the tarovus thing from the record. That's not what Tosa says. It says because it loses its rasa pas. Unless you accomplish two things. All right. But I'll call pun in this Mashma that for one reason or another... You don't need specifically Bishel. You don't need specifically Chibor. And that would seem to be not like Rabbeinu Yonah and the Rush. Rabbi? Yeah. How do you know that, that Rabbeinu Yonah and the Rush don't agree that when... That, maybe they just say Bishel because that's the normal way of, of losing a surah Sapas. So if we could lose a surah in another way, then maybe also that would be considered... Because, because in, that, in that stage of Rabbeinu Yona and the Rush... When they um, talk about bishul chibor, they're not talking about the not surosh pas anymore. They're talking about a case where already you lost the surosh pas because you mashed the bread into tiny pieces, and they seem to be assuming that's already not surosh pas. And then they're saying you still need something else, and the something else that they say is Bishal chibor. So the truth is, if you take a look at the the lechem chamudos over there on the rush. So he he points out he points out that this tosus, um does not fit into Bishel and Kibor. Uh Just taking a look over there. If anyone has a Gemara wants to take a look together with me, that would be nice. Um, it's again it's in uh, Simon Yud, and it's Oslamid Bey's. He says, Quoting this line from the rush, that it has to be, if, if it's not, Yeah. So he says, So what's he saying? Mihu, right? There's something different here. It says, Tosa says that, no, but Tosa says that if you drop crumbs into it and the water is mislombing, so then you lost the Tzoros So the way at least I want to read Rabbeinu Yonah, we'll get back to the way Gav wants to read it a little later, Blineder. But the way I want to read Rabbeinu Yonah, so then what the Lechem chamudos is saying is that, that Tosa seems to be cholik on this psalm of Rabbin Yonah in the Rush. You don't need Dafka Chibor and Bishol. Tosa says also if the line is mislobbing. <laughs> and it seems to me, I'm, I should have, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get out Mara McComos afterwards uh, if people want to see him. I'll, I'll speak them out now. There are a number of Akronim who seem, who seem to understand that these two ideas are not consistent with each other. That on the one hand, you need Dafka, Bishol, or Chibor to, um, in addition to the Tanayim of lacking Suros, Apostle, and Kazayis, and this uh, idea of Tosos, that dropping the crumbs in Tos, is reduces it to mizonos. Um The muggin of rum, see the mugin of rum with the machsus a shekel, it says, it's in Kuf samiches, in Kuf Samaches, Sifkaton in the mugin of rum, with the maxis a shekel, he seems to be pointing out, whatever, you see what he does with it, it's interesting what he does with it. Um, the Chadash. But if we take the understanding that I'm saying, again, that Bishon and Chibor are not an idea of turesa pas, nothing to do with turesa pas. It's an additional tonight. And again, I think there's very much with the Lashon of Yana, the Rush. Um, it's additional tonight, and along the lines of what Yashabar says, it's to make our kava, so it's a new shame, the new shame is Mavkiah, the shame lachem, right? If we say like that, and we say that, therefore, Tosis' case doesn't fit into that together so we run into a problem in him in the Shulchan Aruch. Um, Does the Hagos Ashri's close- yeah. bringing of this Tosas mean anything halachically, or to the Chajmin, or that's, uh, that could still work with the issue? I think that could still work with it. Hakos Hashri is a different reshon that they connected here. It's not like I don't think it's like from the rush. I don't think it means he agrees with the rush. I I it's the rush? I don't. I, I'm assuming not. Uh, for this, at least for this. <laughs> <laughs> so in Samaches, in Sif Yud, the Machaber brings the Psak of Rabbi the Rash Kavita, the Hinei Perer Lachem. Um Shinid Yahad Al Yudei Barak Im uh Im Yesh Bohem Kizai Safal pish in Botar Lechem Mvarak Amotsi Brahza Mazun. The main Bohem Kazai Safal Pich and Yrish Yesh Botar Lachem Enumavarach Ella Borimanzonos Brah brahaz Chalish. The main of Vushal Ella Shahum Khubar. I Vashum Marak, the sixth. It's the first case of Bishal. I'm Ano Mavushal, Elishu Marak, I'm Yech Beprususus Kazaias, Mvarchal of Mosiah, Vilo in Lotar Lechem, Vim Abraham Kazaias, i Bohem Lechem, the Hainu Nicker via Dua Shuhu Lechem, Mvarchal of Mosiah, Brahmazon, Vim Abraham Tower Lechem, Mvark, Rayman Amazonas, Shalosh, Vim Ano Loma Vushal of El dak dak. That's the last thing, right? It's mifurah dak dak. So He uses that lesson. So it's mashmi need dafka bishul Chibor. But in the very next sif yudale v'yesh mi sheomer de pirurin shenosnim b'mayim v'mayim and machmas of pirum. So he brings the p'sak of Rabbeinu Yonah and the Rosh, as we have it, and in the very next line, he brings the um, Tosfes. So it seems to be a, you know, seems to be a stira. And the Maimur Mordechai, the, so the Mishnah Brewer, you take a look at the Mishnah Brewer there, he quotes a Mimer Mordechai. And the Maimur Mordechai has an Arichos on this, and he already points out in the Beis Yosef that it, you know, it would seem that Tosos is not like Rabbeinu Yonah and not like the Rush, but the Beis Yosef seems to put them together as one shita. and that's reflected in the Shulchan Arach. It's all put together. So the way he explains it is the way he explains it is that in Hakhanami they're not cholek on each other. And the way he puts them together is really by presenting a whole different Havana, which is what Gav was suggesting earlier, that this whole business of Bishal and Chibor is only different of getting rid of the surah sapas. I don't think that reads well into the rush. The it. Take a look, see what you think. But, um, but he says it's just a way of um, getting rid of the surah sapas. And he says when the, he's Macyaches to the Russian of the rush, he says, when the rush says, when you're dak, dak, even though it doesn't have Torah lechem, it still has ha'motzi until you, unless it's mevusha mechubber. He says, not having Torah lechem doesn't mean that la lacking Torah lechem. It means that it doesn't have what we would call Torah, Torah lechem, balabatish. He says, but there are rules for what's called Surah Sapas and what's not called Surah Sapas. And he says, as long as it's uh, as long as all you have there is pas, then it's still surasa Even though you cut it into tiny pieces and you ground it, however you change the shape and its its uh, you know size, none of that changes surasa pas. has to be a change in surasa means a more fundamental ch- change. Um, that more fundamental change. One example is Bishel. Bishel, we know, changes the fundamental nature of a thing. It changes it. He says, in terms of Chibor, so Chibor wouldn't seem to be something that changes it fundamentally. And the Mordecai says, The relevance of Chibor is that if the bread has softened to the extent that the pieces can stick to each other, then that's a simen that it's it's Tawar's nishtana. It's a change in the Truasapas. And he says, when you put crumbs into water until it's mislabain, so the fact that it's mislabain is, and he says, doesn't mean that Tosos argues on the rush, he only means that there's another example, Me who means it's not limited to these two things, there's a third example where you have a clear sim that there was a change in the tzura. It's not just that it appears different to, to us because you changed its shape, you mixed it with something. If, if the water has become white, that means that the bread has seeped into the water. So that's just yet another example of something that's a halachically recognized change, uh, that, that's a change in the tzura pas. It's not lost tzura pas. It's halachically recognized loss of tzura sapas. So this is already a whole different Havana. The way he's learning, there are really only two tzura not three right? Like like we started off assuming, right? If it's less than, a, if the pieces are less than a kazayas and they don't have surah sapas, then the bracha is mazonos. Those are the only two tanyin. With one caveat, which is that it has to, the change in surah sapas is not just that to us it no longer appears like bread. It means there's been some fundamental change in it. And, and that we have to go by uh, guidelines, we can't just make up that it doesn't look like bread. So the guidelines are Bishel is a good, is, is for sure a change in Tsurasa Chibor, the fact that it's soft until it sticks together, is a change in the pas. And also, if it soaks in water till the water whitens, that's also a change in the Tsurasa because obviously some element of the bread has completely seeped out. So that's how the um, Mimer Mordechai sets it out. Up in order to put the pesakim of the mechaber together, that's what the Mishnah bruer goes like. In terms of the Shulchan you know, in a Hanami, I hear. Yeah. Trying, I just let me finish off one second. In terms of in terms of the Rishonim, I think it looks more like it's a Machlokas. and that's really how the Meimor Mordechai sets starts out. And if you'll see, you see the achronim he quotes. I think are mostly mashma that they do learn that these two things are at odds with each other. Um, again, the Magan Avram in Sifkat and Chavdala there, with the Machsis HaShekel, the Pre-Chadash, I don't know exactly where the Pre-Chadash is, um, I just saw quoted in the Mimer Mordechai. and I think la ni the Lachem Hamudus, is also Mashma, that, that they are arguing with each other, but they're all not consistent with how the Machaber quotes both. Uh, the Magan Avram has like a, has a Yishuv, but it's like a, it sounds a Shtikal Dachuk, um, in order to the best way to put the and the Mechaber together that I've seen is this my Mordechai, a whole different mahal and how to understand Rabbein Yona and the Rush. Uh, no concept anymore that you need a shame, مشutav, a shame, Levi in order to be ochre the shame, pas. We don't need that, we just need two things we need the uh, in the sheer and the chisarn in the surus hapas. Uh, yeah, Aram, what do you want to say? Uh, how did the Mordechai learn the? If you have a sheer kizayis that doesn't have player or than why is that still called lessim? If you have a sheer of less than a kizayis, Oh no, I don't think. Of, uh, I, I think he could learn that. I don't. He's he doesn't say that a uh, lack of of pass automatically means that it's not pas. You can still go with the same idea that there are two relevant tchunas of pass um one is the Shir kazayas that it's a dover that's you know it's it's something that's right to be Udan, and the other one is the sm dimyon tapas so if you if you have still one of those you don't lose the Bracha. okay so sure. yeah yeah um any other questions no okay so let's quite a wrap